Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Correct's Guide to Getting A in the A. This is Correct, here with the Petty Princess. Hey y'all. With the hostess, with the mostess. You don't really say my name. Every time. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do it this time. And with the hostess, with the mostest, Blondie. Hey. Yes, and a mess all the time. And then we also are welcoming our special guest, Antoine, who is a dater in the A, giving his um, perspective on the shits and giggles that happens in the perimeter. Amen. Hello. <laughs> so last time we were talking about cheaters, um, we had our resident slut, um, the Petty Princess. princess. Yes. <laughs> Giving us the perspective of the cheater, which made a lot of sense in the in the sense that like we all of us except for Blondie, because um, she vanilla, she like a mm-hmm. strawberry shortcake. It's okay, she gonna cheat one day. And I'm gonna <laughs> clap. Okay, I'm gonna actually throw a party. <laughs> Me too. Okay. Okay. Take Welcome. Us, take her to the Grand Lux Cafe. Okay. <laughs> Okay, what's the occasion? She cheated. (laughs) (laughs) Throw (laughs) confetti. But, um, so all of us have cheated at one point. We have had, like, just a... Well, two of us cheated out of retaliation. Um... What did you cheat for? Boredom. I'm with it because I was going to say boredom, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to say it and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and be wrong. Mm-hmm. So. No, that was it. <laughs> um, but we all have also been cheated on and they did not have good reasons to cheat. Well, to us. But um, that, I guess, is part of what we're going to be talking about today, which is how do you heal from the cheating and we are actually going to do both perspectives, healing with the partner and moving forward Ooh, in God. the relationship. And we also going to talk about how to do it by yourself. So I'm going to talk about how to heal with the person. Not from experience. I'm going to be talking about some friends that we have. It's going to be hypothetical. No, it's not hypothetical. <laughs> it ain't really hypothetical, it's, but y'all but know we, we, you know, we don't say nobody names. We, do. we, we protect the nasty. We, we do. We we do conceal the names to protect the nasty. So, um, so, okay, so question. Do you think that it is possible for you personally? Because we do, we know it, it happens, but for you personally, is it possible to move on in the relationship, move forward after a cheating incident? No. Ooh. I have too vengeful. I'm so <laughs> Come on, listen. <laughs> listen. Being a Jocelyn, baby. Listen. listen. What, wait, hold on. I what you said? I move forward with you long enough to get my lip back. Okay. Oh. okay. Listen, you know what my favorite part of the Swan Princess movie is? When the Wizard Rockford says... Vengeance is what I believe in. I don't get mad. I get even. <laughs> Wait a minute. And that's my favorite part of his song. And that, so that's where you're coming from. You're like, 
I'm gonna get you back. Like we, but the reason we're staying together is I have to make sure that I get you back. Okay, they so said, hey, y'all thought I was petty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let, have you done that already before? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So talk. Okay, talk about that. Um, it it was the situation where I was saying I, I you know slept with the friend. Um, I pretty much just played it cool the entire time. We had kind of come to an agreement that we may or may not be continuing our relationship. We were living together. Our lease was up. And pretty much when it came to the point where it was time for us to re-sign on our lease, I had already done what I did. I started posting. Y'all may have seen it. I started posting pictures of me and this person on Facebook together. Let me be known. Like, I'm doing this. And it was pretty much um, a situation where my ex was like, I got my own apartment. I don't know what you're going to do, but this ain't going to work. It just made me feel so warm in my little heart. <laughs> Listen, I was yes. warm in my little yes, heart. Yes, I it cool. Like you, like how long was that? That um, you like, pl- that you like. I would played say it cool. from maybe like August, September, all the way until January. Okay, that's like really long cool. game. Okay, okay, that is a long game. Okay. Months. Meanwhile, every other weekend I was out fucking this person. Okay, Ooh. okay. That is the long game. Yeah. Like, that's... Oh, I mean, to come in and play, hey, honey, mm-hmm. you know, like, cooking eggs mm-hmm. and, like, washing it got, dishes. It got to the point where, because we had cameras in our house, and my ex would be gone all the time, like, for his job. I would just invite the person to the house and unplug the cameras, and I would get text messages, why are the cameras unplugged? Oh, they're unplugged. I had no clue. Oh, my God. Maybe the power was out. I'm not home right now. Oh, yes, no. yes, petty. Oh yes. no! But it's not good. That's. I mean, <laughs> it made me feel good in the moment, but I would say a lot of what I have experienced after that relationship, I can say was my karma for that situation because I did that person really bad. Like I could have let it go. I held on. I'm not judging. Listen, because I'm going to tell you, in hoodoo, we really we don't, don't believe, believe in karma. Amen. Amen. We both hate. If it's okay, justified, listen, maybe. So, <laughs> you know, like how in Wicca, they will tell you, to, like, no, don't do no, don't do curses, because that'll all come back, you know, like threefold or whatever. I'm like, girl, that is white women's <laughs> word. <Baby. laughs> that is okay. not, we do not believe in that in hoodoo. Like, the, I mean, conjure. Doctors will curse people like they will curse um, people who are child molesters. They will curse people who are like, you know, harmful to the community. So we believe in that. Maybe we that. believe in getting your lick back. Okay. So um, so I'm not judging. I actually am. I, and let's just say we believe in balance over here. We do believe, we believe in, in balance. balance. I'm, I'm impressed because I don't know if I would be able to do it. I would, you know. Like maybe around November Thanksgiving, I'd be trying to play it cool, and then I got the turkey knife in my hand. Okay, okay, you know. I actually (laughs) Thanksgiving that year with the person that I was cheating with in their family, and my ex was at the house by himself. Oh wow! How did you pull that? I'm going to my friend's house. I'll see you later. Oh Jesus! It was bad. Oh my! It was bad, and I bought him a plate back. Oh my Jesus! See, this is the villain energy that everybody... <laughs> no, no, listen. 
But you I don't even. But to me, okay. but look, let's be real. I don't even think this is villain. Like, like you know, I feel like this is like what this is like. What do they call it? Anti-hero. Energy. Yeah, it's anti. It's not. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking like the Disney villains, where it's like we were told that they were bad, but now that we're older and we look at it and be like, first of all, bitch, this your fault. Right, <laughs> right, right. You caused this. So that's the villain energy I'm talking about. I'm actually here for that. Cheat with a few people, and I didn't find out about it until later on down the line. But when I found out. I had realized and if amongst the time that he was doing the cheating, I was around these people. Like they mm-hmm. would come over to like gatherings and things that we would have, so I was furious. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was like it so it was like the betrayal and the disrespect mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. I'm with it. Oh, oh so yeah. he would be like an anti villain. He would be an anti-villain. Like an anti-villain. Okay, so why would you? What makes you say that? Child, because he got those hero qualities out of it. Because I'm looking up to you right now, bitch. <laughs> okay. Bitch, you played that long okay. game, bitch. Uh, yeah, that's more than just getting your lick back. That's making that shit hurt. Uh-huh. And I'm yeah. here for it. Okay. Baby. It's like a teaching. Like a teachable. Yes. Like that is a teachable moment. moment. Because okay. it's like, don't fuck over somebody who can fuck you up over, you know, even worse. Yeah. yeah. Um, I... So... For me, part of my healing has to be like cutting off. Like I have to like Learn cut, you, cut off. you off. No, no, that's actually part of like when we talked about like the cycle that I had with the midget. Part of it was like I would cut off all communication. Like usually I would block him, but he would always like be very persistent. Like I told you about the first time, like he sent me a Facebook message about his dad. So then when that happened, my next move was like, okay, well, I got to like block you, unfriend you on Facebook. Then he just, he called my grandma. Like, yes, like, yes. He called my grandma. Third time, he showed up at my job. Like, fourth time, he came to my house. Like, it was like, it, it was like, for me, healing has to come with like, it's I'm very Iyanla esque. It has to be like very ritual. So like getting rid of like all the stuff that's connected to him. Even if that's people. Like there are a lot of times where like I had to end friendships because our relationship was also enmeshed in the friendship that I had with other people. So like if we took the relationship out, there really wasn't a friendship connection with that person. So it's like they had to go. Um, items, clothes, like get, like all that had to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, like for me, it has to be like very ritual, like me getting rid of like, like the cord cutting of like getting that person's energy out. And he was a sneaky little hobbit. He would like get in right under the buzzer or he would like, you know, do something to kind of like circumvent that whole situation, you know. And we would spend like it would be different time periods. Like we would do like maybe a week not talking. Sometimes it was like two weeks. Sometimes it was three days. One time it was six months. We did not talk to each other. I'm over here like thinking that everything is like and then boom. So I do encourage people to like have a if you are going to not move forward with the person ritual like ritual type things help like 
having like a burning, you know, like, listen, something about um, putting um, all the John shit in that car and setting it on fire. You know, Bernadine was on to something. Yes, she okay? was. Listen, yes, she was. She was on to yes, something. she was. You know, that was a woman on a mission. Okay. And, you know, they're like... Yeah, but then she cut that hair. Then she cut like that. And that actually also helped me too. And so, like, not just with, like, cheating relationships, all that good stuff, but I like to do stuff like... At one point, I had dyed my hair, you know, with the tips of my hair. I got nipple piercing. Like, when I do something like... I need to do something transformative to myself as the other part of the ritual. I'm getting a tattoo this week, you know. Ooh, yes, girl. I'm getting, I'm getting a chest tattoo. Yes, with all the sacred um, African mermaids on. So like yes. Oshun, Yemenya, huh? So that was my. So I'm so moved by that. I'm also getting the other tattoo on my back. So I'm getting the Anansi tattoo on my back. Okay, you know. I'm really, really excited. I'm really excited about it. I am going to probably be super tatted. Like, okay. yeah. Come on, Trish. You know. <laughs> Not Trish. Come on, Trish. <laughs> so I do encourage that. Um, but we kind of jumped the gun with that because we're, now we're over here in the I can do bad all by myself land. But we were talking about staying with the person after a cheating incident. So I'm gonna just tell y'all, like, that ain't in me. It ain't in my spirit. Mm-hmm. It ain't in my heart. Like, if my thing is this, like, even though, like, I have had certain, like, points in my life where, like, I cheated, I always felt like, you know, I had a reason to cheat. I wasn't just out here cheating because I wanted to cheat. Like, mm-hmm. when I got in those relationships, I wanted it to just be us. I wanted to spend the rest of my life with them, but they always did something that would fuck it up, Mm -hmm. you know? And once they start fucking it up, and it wouldn't even have to be anything where they did something physical. Sometimes, like, you cheat because you can be emotionally fed up, you know? You can be bored sexually. It's a lot of things that can be going on in a relationship when, like, Mm -hmm. if both people don't want to, like, you know, accept their part for playing in it, you know? Eventually, you just get tired of just say, "Well, fuck it," you right, know. Right. Like, cause it, get, it, I think for me, it got to the point where when I was cheating, I just didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, if you find out, you find out. If you don't, okay. But it's like I don't think I could stay. Like at this point in my life, like where I am right now, I feel like if someone was to betray my trust in a way, especially when they don't have to, you know, like I. I couldn't. And I think that that's really what it is. Like, part of the. So, the disrespect. Okay, we'll get to the disrespect in a second. But a part of the betrayal is that, like, I'm a very open person. And I'm also a very communicative person where not only do I communicate, but I also go above and beyond to create the space where you feel safe to communicate. And so, for you to disregard that. It does something. But you know, Ayanla does not believe in cheating. Right? She doesn't believe that cheating. She believes in dishonored commitments and broken agreements. Uh-huh. So what agreements did we have in place at the time that you did whatever you did? And it doesn't have to be like just with a person. It doesn't even have to be physical. It's like what agreements that we have in place and what um, commitments that we have that you dishonored. And I like that a lot better than like the idea of like, oh, you just cheated. Cause it's not a game, you know, so you can't really cheat. But 
that's actually why I don't think that it's possible for me to move forward with someone who has cheated because like Iyanla brought up the point um, when she was being interviewed by the Breakfast Club, a person who dishonors their commitments has a problem with integrity. Mm-hmm. And it's not a, so like a lot of times, like especially with women, you know, like when they get cheated on, it always seems like part of the conversation is always like, what were they doing to make the guy cheat? When we know niggas would cheat with a bunny rabbit on the way home if he has the opportunity to do that. It's not about, like, if a man is going to cheat, he's going to cheat. Like, it doesn't matter if your, like, snatch game is all... Like, you can have the best pussy grip, the okay. Golf Golf 3000. Beyonce got cheated on. Okay. Halle Berry got cheated on. So, you can get cheated okay. on. Like, you can. It don't matter okay. how fine you are. So, it's not the problem with the person who got cheated on. It's the problem with the person who was doing the cheating. I'm going to put an asterisk right there. But... Because that's the case, do you really want to be with somebody who has an issue with integrity? Like, do you want to be always having to, like... Second guess. Second guess. Because then that's, like, parenting them. And I'm not doing that until I get my twins. So, I couldn't do it. Now, we do have some friends who we are aware have stayed together through some cheating. And I don't think they happy. And okay. I don't think that they're happy either, but I think just for the sake of argument, because I'm a play devil's advocate, I think that they could be happy. If they would let that shit go. Well, in order to let it go, they have to go to therapy. Because I feel like you need there has to be like some intense work, emotional work. They're attempting to stay together throughout the cheating without any type of therapy in play. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they don't mm-hmm. do anything. They're they're just ignore it. Honey. And it's, but it's, okay, so like, okay, so there's that. We got to gonna throw a little bit extra in there that it, they're in a situation where like they have daily reminders of the cheating. You know, and so it's like, they just don't address any of it. And so we believe that therapy could help. Well, I believe it. I believe therapy, I believe yes, therapy could help. Therapy I believe that even, even to the point of like, they could stay together and be happy, you know, if they went to therapy. But they have like, there's trust issues. Um, there's definitely like, but okay, there's trust issues. That's the fundamental part. But I don't think that people understand how deep trust issues go. Trust issues affect money. Mm-hmm. They affect sex. It affects the future. It affects the present. Okay. <laughs> Look, we already talked about the three S before. Right. <laughs> right we, That's okay. going to affect the fuckings, the feelings, and the finances. It does. Like I, you don't feel emotionally safe with someone who is who you have trust issues with. Especially if you are the receptive partner in sex, you do not feel safe just energetically being penetrated by somebody that you don't mm-hmm. have trust with. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't feel like that. And then, even if you were to let it happen, like, that whole... It's almost like the sex becomes traumatic because... You're trying to enjoy it. You might actually enjoy it, but then you're also preoccupied with the feeling of... Fuck this nigga. Uh, it, I mean, that has to be traumatic. Mm. Then, 
I'm gonna go ahead and say it. The most important part is the finances, because mm-hmm. like, what the fuck you spending two hundred fifteen dollars for mm-hmm. in Hattiesburg, Virginia? Mm-hmm. You know, like, it was, you and know, then like, it's like too when you start when you're the person who's been cheating on, like. You automatically probably if well if you don't you should start your funky fund because you never know when it's gonna be over. Mm-hmm. Like then you might start hiding your own money, like putting your little nest egg aside, so just in case I he cheat again, like honey, I'm gonna just bounce. Yeah, and that's actually why. And everybody says this is stupid, and it's like planning for the end. But all of my family law clients, I tell them. <laughs> Oh, y'all have such a beautiful love. Y'all are so in love. That is so pumpkin. Let's work out this prenup. Because, like, you should have a prenup. That should just, like, be a non-starter. It should just be everybody needs a prenup. Because even if you don't like the idea of planning for failure, I tell them like this. You love them? Then let's make sure that you deal with them in love when you are dissolving your relationship. So when you are breaking up, you're not the same people you were when you were in a relationship. Mm -hmm. But wouldn't you rather deal with the person who loved you at the end of the relationship instead of this new person? Maybe they don't give a fuck. Okay, who don't give a fuck. And that's actually like, even for me, like when I get married, I'm going to have a prenup because I, you know, like, let's say you cheat on me. I'm going to say you probably want the nice correct to be dealing with you than the mean correct who has a law degree and time. Okay. <laughs> okay, baby. So, okay. So like I'm going to dedicate all my energy to that divorce. I would never forget the time that that man decided to put that boot on that BMW. <laughs> baby, you had that man so shook, baby. You said, okay. You said, okay. I just want you to know that it's a pandemic and I ain't got nothing to do Monday and I'm a lawyer. So, okay, baby, listen. you will see me again. It's good. It's good. It's good. We, we got a, I got a boot on my car and, um, and on your friend's car, and everybody's car. car. Hey. And, um, in our complex. Okay, in a complex in that we complex. lived in. And he tried to give me some rigmarole about like regulations and stuff like that. And I wanted to let him know, baby, I work from home. I got time. I manage my own schedule. I can dedicate all my time and attention to this. Okay. This boot is coming off tonight or it's coming off on Monday and you're going to have a bill. So either we can take it off tonight and you have no bill, or you can take it off on Monday and you can have a bill. Play your cards right. But you, but one way or another, my car gonna be moving. Okay, so take your pick. And all them boots came off. Not just mine. Okay, all of everybody in the complex. Everybody boot came off. And guess what? He didn't even come back to the complex. Okay, so uh, listen, I got time. You don't want that person working out no type of divorce, nothing. You know, you want the nice, correct dealing with your divorce proceedings at that point. So you know, like the one that said, "Hey, I'm gonna give you alimony. Hey, I'm gonna, you know, make sure you're taken care of for a specified amount of time." After I, after we have parted ways, you don't want the one that's gonna, you know, don't go to your mama house. Listen, I, that's gonna take every red nickel, you know, out of your. Listen, I'm gonna take it. The one that. If I don't have a prenup, you're going to be living in a shoebox. Okay. okay? 
Because I'm going to put everything in the trust. Okay. You're going to be living in a shoebox. If you, if you let me get away with not having a prenup, you're going to be living in a shoebox. That's Amen. all I got to say about it. Okay. You're going to live in a shoebox. And it's not even going to be a nice shoebox. Not an Ugg box. It's going to have a draft. Not a Nike box. It's going to be a Payless shoebox. Okay. And which means, which, means, which means that it's not going to have a top. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's just gonna be the box. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not even gonna have a lid on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's gonna rain on your head. Okay, <laughs> so I mean, like, like I mean, like we were saying with our friends who, it, one, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. If you, you definitely had to be both. Of y'all got to be committed to making it work mm-hmm. if you've cheated and you're trying to continue the relationship. Mm-hmm. It can't, it be, can't be It can't be one person um, and it can't be two people half doing it. Mm-hmm. Y'all both gotta like, you know, but again... The water's not clean, beloved. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I don't know if... You know how like with Dare, they were like, you gotta hit rock... Well, not Dare. What's the, 12 Steps? You know, with 12 steps, they say you got to hit rock bottom before you um, will change your ways. Really, I don't think that you have to. I just think that you have to lose enough to where you feel like it's not worth doing what you're doing right now. But I don't think that they have lost enough or they've gotten enough drama or pain or trauma from the situation yet to where they want to change up what they're doing so um y'all keep them in your prayers mm-hmm. lift just, them up just honey. lift them up anonymously mm-hmm. and yeah so but i mean i guess the general consensus is you really probably not going to survive a cheating, like, especially if it's a, tr- especially if you're with somebody petty. Okay. And especially if it's, you know, traumatic. But focus if, on yourself. If you focus, focus on yourself. <laughs> Just focus on yourself. But you know what? Let's also, I feel like let's give some advice maybe to people who have been cheating on and may, you know, not, their self-worth may not be where it needs to be. Okay. Because it's like, even though, like, y'all, I am very petty, I still like to lift my people up. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel like, I always tell people, like, if you get cheated on, like, you know, don't feel bad. Like, people get, you know, all butt hurt and they get upset because their ego don't got, you know, crushed and their heart don't got crushed. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, I feel bad for them. Well, what advice would you give somebody? Like so that? the first thing I, I would say is, because I feel like you're going to touch on like the self-worth. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to say is you you walk away from these relationships all, oftentimes feeling like regret. Like I shouldn't have I shouldn't have done this for them. I shouldn't have given them this much attention, this much love. I shouldn't have invested. I should not have invested this much time, you know, in it. And I do feel that way. I do feel that the relationship went past its expiration date, but I don't feel regret for the things that I invested in any of my relationships because that's energetically. I feel like that's what they needed at the time, something in their life or something in their life path. The love that I had available at that time was love that they needed. Mm -hmm. Like they needed if, if I was the person who was like pushing them to do something, 
that's what they needed at that time. If they needed like stability, you know, protection, encouragement, the things, the positive things that I have that I gave, that's what they needed at the time. Or what they had was something that I needed, whether even if it was something negative, like if it was a lesson that I needed to learn, you know, something that was in them that was like a reflection of stuff that I was dealing with internally that like they held a mirror up to me. Like those are like the things that I take away from those relationships. So don't think of a relationship where you've been cheated on as like wasted time, because as long as you learn something, you actually still benefit from it. That is true. That is true. Like I think like, for me, I guess, like, I've never, like I said, I've only been cheated on that one time, but I feel like I won. Mm-hmm. So it, it didn't matter. Yeah, like, did. so I'm just going to tell you, so fun fact. So the person that I got cheated on with, like, well, the person that cheated on me, they cheated on me with my fiance's boyfriend at the time, mm-hmm. right? So they ended up breaking up and now we're like engaged. Like, yeah, I feel like that is so ironic. Like, isn't that ironic, y'all? Like, that child, look at what are you doing? They say you give you a front, what is it, a, a front row seat? Okay. Baby, okay. That's a front row seat. Baby. So that, that was interesting. But it's like, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't want people to feel bad when they get cheated on. Like, I want people to always just know what their self-worth is and, you know, be encouraged. I don't know how to do it, but, you know, that's my wish for them. But that's where the therapy comes in. True. I wanted to touch on something that you said earlier, that the Petty Princess said earlier, um, in regards to people cheat because they're bored. And we have to remember that even if you're eating a top quality cut steak every single day, you can say, oh, I'll never get bored of it. But if you eventually 365, mm-hmm. four years in a row, you're going to get tired of it and you're going to mm-hmm. get that hot dog. Mm-hmm. So... We, we have to just remember everybody is not always deserving of the best parts of us at all times. It's, mm-hmm. it's signs there, and sometimes we have to pull away. And what you were saying earlier about the mashed potatoes and I mash them this mm-hmm. way, it's good to have that quality because it is in me, and I realize that's why you know I may have been cheated on in the past, but we have to know when to cut that part. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, let me give you, you here's some microwave dinner for you tonight. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. But yeah, people, they get bored, but... It's not. It may not be because you're not doing the right thing. You may be doing too much sometimes. Too. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, because I, I can see that. I feel like, yeah, no, I can see that. I don't want to be, and that's where I really don't want to be in in a relationship where I feel like I'm. I gotta like ration out the good stuff because then I'm feeling like, yeah, you know, you're. But I also, I mean, but I get, said, I but I get without it. having a husband. Though. Yeah. So it's like at a certain point, I should have cut that. Yeah. You know, like, okay, what are we doing here? But I get, I get what you're saying. Everything that a husband would get, and we're not. And then we're not in a relationship. Now that's, I do believe in that right. though. I'm, I'm not gonna do husband shit. Um, you know, unless you're my husband. Right. Well. See, I'm you might get a that, you yeah, might get a preview. Yeah, I give them a preview of it. You get a preview. Yeah, of it, like know. I'm gonna give you a little few Martha Stewart moments. Like mm-hmm. you gonna come home to a signature right. cocktail. Right. You know, you gonna come home to a four star, five star meal. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna do all of that. Like fuck the hell out of you. But mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I believe in giving them the good stuff. Mm-hmm. I do. So I always used to say, if you wait till you're married to act like a wife or a husband you've waited too late Mm -hmm. however Mm -hmm. that takes into account like 
when I said that, I meant like the communication yeah. and like the the um, the communication, the intentionality, the um, the ability to commit, the the, the, the the ability to commit, the consideration that you like, like you actually think of someone outside of yourself. Those are things that should be present. I'm not talking about you paying half the bills mm-hmm. <laughs> for just like somebody random, like or even somebody that you've been with for like you know six you know six weeks. <laughs> like you, like it really is like if you like are walking towards that aisle, like y'all are actually on a path to the aisle. Then yes, y'all should already be acting like husband and wife because that's what y'all are preparing for. But you shouldn't try to do it just to get them. Get them. Yeah, like I'm not like I'm not auditioning anymore to be like anybody's husband. Actually, I'm auditioning you niggas. So mm-hmm. if you pull a ticket, cause <laughs> get in line. Get in line. <laughs> the first part of this interview process: pull out your gray sweatpants. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of gray sweatpants, was that what he was wearing at the gym? Who? We had went to. This, this actually needs to be like on the DL episode, but. When me and Blondie were at the gym, um, a man had approached me and asked me about my shoes, um, and it had it had thrown um, Blondie's radar up, yeah. and she was, um, yeah. Like, what the fuck just asked randomly about your shoes? Yeah, because <laughs> he wanted to ask about your panties too. <laughs> so he was. Um, he had to break that down. Too yeah, we were at Atlantic <laughs> Station, so he was. Um, Child, that's like the red flag number one. If y'all like that, like Atlantic Fitness <laughs> at Atlantic Station, Atlantic, that's Gay Atlantic, Central. Yeah, we were at Atlantic Fitness at Atlantic They have gangbangs in the um, she was, shower room. They do have gangbangs still in the shower room. Listen, I told you they have yeah. gangbangs in the shower room. All in front. He was um, <laughs> He was hitting. He was hitting on me, and um, she was per. She was perplexed as to why he was asking about my shoes the way he was. So. Yeah, but um, girl, that what that feeling that you felt, <laughs> but and I know I know we don't believe in you know out in the deal, man. But girl, just for your security and your safety as a woman, girl, <laughs> honey, that's called your spidey test. When it started, that if you ever feel that that tingle again, girl, run the other way. Beware, girl, uh, to be weary. <laughs> so maybe we'll do our deal episode next week, but um. Yeah, that's going to bring us to the end of this episode. So, once again, we would thank you for listening to our podcast, Corrects Guides to Getting A in the A, wrapping up part two of Cheaters. It's been correct here with you and the Petty Princess. Y'all have the day that y'all gonna have. With the hostess with the mostest, Blondie. All right, now. And our special guest. Data from the A, Antoine. Thank y'all so much for having me. We listened. It was a pleasure. pleasure. It was a pleasure. So, if you are um, needing to get yanked up about your uh, cheating ways, we would um, suggest you watch a Yonla or just play this episode back. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. This was kind of, yeah. It was a lot of gems. This in there. was a lot of gems in there. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play this back for myself mm-hmm. in the shower. I'm gonna weep, <laughs> not weep, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Be in the corner in in the shower, 
huddled up in the fetal position. I crying. feel like when I finally hear this, I'm just going to say, thank God for growth. Thank God. Okay, listen. Because <laughs> I used to be toxic. Baby. Okay. Child. You used to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is the thing. I don't, I'm not toxic anymore because I no longer do those things. You, that is correct. You know, oh, like I have true. grown, honey. You have a whole healthy relationship. Honey, you live, you learn, and you get love, honey. A whole ethical love. relationship. Like that. Um, ethical monogamy. Or no, but not whatever it is. Um, I'm unethically it. single, so Child, it works. Okay, there we go. Y'all be good now. Mm-hmm. Bye. <laughs>